Feels good to be home. Receiving your content. Now he's about to be live up in this bitch. Had to take a week off. Niggas out here packing, out here working. Shit don't stop. Now. What's happening, unknown? What's going on with you? Let's make sure everybody go ahead and like and share this motherfucking stream out. Because we is live now, baby. We is live. Live. Now, if you wonder what I'm doing, everybody, that's just me making sure I get the stream out there. So, uh, first off, we gotta talk a little bullshit and whatnot. <clears throat> oh, fuck, I lost train of thought. Jesus Christ. Well, fuck it. Anyways, this is a Run Those Game podcast. We're doing just fine on episode 9. You have to excuse me. I'm still trying to readjust myself because it's been just a whole damn day since I've been back home. Your boys are trying to adjust to the new time zone and shit. I'm really tired as fuck, but that ain't no excuse because we got work to do. And if you've seen the damn thumbnail, Spongebob will give Goku all that work. But anyways, my co-host with the most, the homie's been here, Eric Rain. Introduce yourself, my brother. What's up? Alright, word, word. No introduction needed. I'm Aaron Crane, a.k.a. Aaron Crane, and that's about it. Alright, true, true. The homie Biggie is working as per usual, making that moolah, so shout out to the homie Biggie. We will eventually get you back up on this bitch, eventually. But let's go ahead and get into the news and whatnot. First things first, Spyro, the remaster, is now confirmed. It has an affirmative release date of September 21st. This is actually great news because, you know, it's always not to rekindle those childhood flames of, you know, OG platformers and not to mention, you know, games that we've been kind of wanting to play, but nobody has a damn PlayStation 1 anymore and barely anybody has a PlayStation 2 or 3 for that matter. So this is actually a good move. They're doing the same thing that, they're, that they did with um, Crash Bandicoot, actually. And along that, is, if I'm not mistaken, it's actually going to be released across... Uh, I think all platforms is going to be available on the Switch, the Xbox, all that good stuff. Like I, like we said last week, that is a smart idea to put it on the Switch, mostly due to the fact that the Switch is the perfect handheld device for traveling and just all-around bullshitting on my flight to PAX, and I'll talk about PAX and whatnot later. Uh, I was actually noticing the people who were on my flight, like some of them actually had their Nintendo Switches. So like, this is a great concept and a good idea. Eric, your thoughts on this? I mean, I played Spyro back in the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad. To, I'm, I'm happy to see stuff get remastered. I mean, like I said, my kid's probably going to want it, and I'm probably going to get it for it. I might even jump on it, but the Switch is the perfect handheld on-the-go system. Peggy right? 7. We was uh, we, we were going doing errands the other day, and kids had to switch in the car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... I was thinking about getting one myself for me. Yeah, I'm gonna eventually invest. Like, in I that. hope, I hope they bring. I hope they actually bring out more. You know, PS One. You know, type of. You know, it's like Crash, Spyro. You know, shit like that. 
it, it, it out. It's definitely fire. If y'all haven't seen the trailer right now, that's what I'm playing in the back right here. So as you can see, they've obviously made dramatic improvements across the you know the OG game and like that, which you know we kind of expected, but you know we always gotta uh, hope for the best and expect the worst. But the best thing about this, and I hope more games that are OGs and old like this uh, will continue to do, is when they make remasters is make them literally like all the way like remasters to the point where you give us the old games because we're not trying to sit here and constantly play or pay for you know spiral one then spiral two then spiral three i like how some of these games like I, i'm not sure if god of war was the first but i'm pretty but i know for a fact that it was one of you know the ogs when god of war dropped the remaster for the playstation 3 it came with one two uh, the PlayStation 1s and 3, I think. Or the PlayStation 1s, it came with the PSP versions and like 1 and 2, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it came with 3. But that gave you like a slew of games for one single price. It's shit like that that these companies need to like heed to when it comes to bringing out remasters. Because nobody's trying to play Assassin's Creed, uh, the first one, and then for them to remaster the second one too. Nah, just drop all the OGs. For one single price, and I guarantee you gonna make sales. Cause that's why they're releasing Spiral, cause they seen how well uh, Crash did. Crash did. Oh, think about this though. A lot of uh, I pretty much think a lot of the old classics won't get remastered for the PS4 and Xbox One. Cause look at um, we got coming. We got a lot of stuff coming. I mean, of course. I mean this. I appreciate them just, you know, paying attention to detail as far as, like, they're, when they remaster these games, God knows that they can go far off the rails with some of these remasters and, like, make them different, add controls that are unnecessary, things of that sort. I like that they just keep it basic and they update the graphics and, you know, the voice acting and things like that. But as I was saying, they need to, if you're, if, for any future company that watches this, hopefully y'all do watch this, but make sure if you're going to do OG remasters, bundle them up because you see how successful these games do when you bundle them up ratchet and clank did that before jack and daxter's done that crash has done it god of war's done it there's a slew of games that remastered their games as a whole and put them under one price which is welcomed and that's what it, that is what we need so all in all september 21st that's when this crash remaster is happening please believe me when i say this i'm copping this shit your boy your boy wants this because uh Crash Bandicoot, not Crash, Spyro was fucking fire growing up. It was kind of annoying though, low-key, because I, I died a lot, but don't judge me. But Spyro's remastered. My yeah. my next That's question... That's pretty much every game back in the day, like that Sonic, Mario. Like, them games them games were kind of hard back in the day. Yeah, but for whatever reason, our depth perception was good, and we somehow beat them shits. But uh, that brings me on to my question of the podcast. I didn't get a picture or anything like that, but my question of the podcast... Is if there was a game that you can remaster a series, franchise, whatever, if you could bring that out now, what would it be? Ooh, ooh, ooh. A franchise or just one game? A franchise. Game, like me, what I want, because I can't really think of a franchise, but like certain games, like. I would love to see remastered Hitman Absolution, um, Scarface. The world is yours. Did you, did you ever play the Getaway on PS2? Nah, you know it's probably you know. Now oh, I think about it, I think I actually game. have it. 
fire. That game is so under the radar. That's a fire game of franchises, man. Let me think. There was a lot of franchises that are no longer in existence anymore. What's happening, uh, King Ellis? What's happening, Xavier? Make sure y'all like and share the stream out for you, for you boy. I appreciate it. Got me right there, Will. I can't, my mind, I'm drawing a blank on franchises, but individual games, I could think of a lot of them. If it was up to me, I'd probably have to go with the NFL Street Series and the NBA Street Series. Just the entire Street franchise. Hey, That'd be mine. The, the, the NBA Street, okay, that, that's a good one. The, the street, that's a good one. The Street franchise would have to be like my numero uno because I did not, even now, like I'm not a full fan of like the Madden and and whatnot, like. When it comes to Madden, I'm a complete casual. That's why, like, y'all see my videos of, like, my old damn little series I did. I was playing on Pro. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. But the Street Series kind of got me into, like, football a little bit more. Like, I've always been a fan, but, like, I'm still, like, a, a casual when it comes to that shit. But I thoroughly enjoyed the Street Series, even in basketball. And I love basketball, but I love the over-the-head tricks, the... The crazy dunks, the game breakers, the announcer. The announcer in like the uh in NBA Street was just as much a part of the game as the players themselves because he came up with some witty shit to say for like almost everything that happened from a dunk, crossover, a block, a steal, all that. And that kind of got you into the game. Now granted, all those franchises had a horrible follow-up. The first one was dope, the second one was dope, oh. the third one was fire. Then when it got to that fourth one, NBA home court. Trash. It was broken. I ain't even gonna lie. If you had Diana Taurasi on your team, you're making half court threes. That's what I was doing. Uh, the NFL Street Series. It did like this NBA, this NFL like uh, uh, arena type thing. As a matter of fact, I'll find a picture of it and I'll post it up in the in, in the. I'll make it appear on the stream in a second. But those were like the downfalls, and they did not sell well because everybody was excited. Then when they played, like, yo, this is butt. Like, this is not the OG. It was bad enough that. A lot of people did not like the third iterations of the NFL and NBA series, of which those are my favorite ones, regardless of anybody says. Because the NBA Street Series, they had the dunk contest, they had the night and day cycle, they had the ability to customize your own court, things like that. People didn't like NFL Street 3 too much because you weren't running off of walls as much. You was more so jumping off of stuff and things of that sort. But I personally like those. Those are my favorites. It's to each his own at that point. Oh, I got one. What? Uh, the Def Jam series, the you know, a Vendetta fight from New York. I like to see that come back. Okay, that Icon, Icon, that they that can bury that shit with the ET games, but Nobody the first two, we we don't speak on Icon. We we don't. That, that's like Voldemort of gaming. We don't speak on on Icon. Think about the San Andreas, the the San Andreas and Vice City. Those are eventually going to be remastered, and you can still get those on PS4 now, even though they're just you know the PlayStation. One or two ports, but you can still get them though. Yeah. As a matter of fact, all right, I found the pictures, y'all. So I'm about to actually show y'all these games that you cannot get right now. Hold up. You said remaster five for New York with online. Yo, that'd be lit. Yeah, hold on, y'all. I'm about to actually don't change it too much though. I mean, if they could have, because if anything, the game wasn't broken at all. Like. To my knowledge, and I played the shit out of those games, uh, Fight for New York, it wasn't unbalanced. It was, like, the only OP characters were really, like, the characters that you had to fight, uh, like, Tech 9 He was bullshit. When you had to fight... Uh, hey, Joe. 
Fat Joe made me break a controller, so fuck him too. Uh, but like I think it was like just those two that were like the most annoying. But yeah, as you can see, because I found the pictures right here. This one right here, this this little piece of shit, NFL tour trash. Trizzy, Trizzy, trash. The game was horrible. I've was never it? seen that. Look up some gameplay on it on YouTube, and I guarantee you people are like, bro, this game is fucking butt. But these were the two games that literally like led to the ultimate downfall of the Street Series. In my opinion, I might be horribly wrong, and I probably am. And if I am, I really don't care too much because... I agree with you because I've never saw those. So I stopped playing NBA Street after two. Trust me, these games were absolutely trinity dash because this joint right here there was like you so y'all in the chat never seen this but i i played it and take my word for it it's fucking butt the entire premise of this game was like you pick an nfl team and then you basically take them on this like arena tour and you're playing the the classic like little 6v6 that they you know had in the previous games but here's the thing you're not running off the walls there's no over the head tricks it's literally like a 6v6 like Feel like uh, uh like how you used to play with your homeboys playing football. It's literally exactly like that. The game was butt. It's not NFL Street. And it, the sad part is, it was developed by the the EA Big franchise, which made so many of our favorites. It was just horrible. NBA Street Home Court. The game was butt as well. Only be, well mostly due to the fact that a it was not too innovative, and b the innovation that they attempted to do was bad because like the game had like this little double game breaker feature like where you would dunk the ball and you'd catch it then you'd dunk it again and it, it was so fucking weird and then the players were Sounds just ass. the yeah the players weren't balanced how do you, how do you dunk the ball catch it and dunk it again it, it was it was very poorly executed like i seen what they was going with it but the execution was just flawed like i think they had they tried to have a story with it and it didn't work out at all like these two games are like the just we don't talk about them joints around here. And you said Remaster SSX Tricky. That game was freaking amazing. One, two, three was dope. But then I think when they had the PS3 and Xbox 360 version, that one did not hold up the par. But enough with the remaster questions. Uh, Spider-Man. Now, this is a game that everybody was... Actually, everybody is probably still hyped for. Because it looks Damn. like that this Spider-Man game is actually going to... <coughs> Look at the Spider-Man game is actually going to do justice to the series because, as we as we well know, a lot of extra of movies based on uh, a lot of games based on movies don't work out the same way that movies based on games don't work out for whatever reason. They just can't seem to find a happy balance. Some games are good, and some games are just horrible. Same thing with the movies. But this new Spider-Man that has everybody hyped because it's a quote-unquote timed exclusive on PlayStation, I think. Keyword in that sentence, keep in mind, timed, exclusive, has everybody fully excited, everybody is like hype, I'm pre-ordering it. If you went on Twitter, people were like losing their freaking minds because they were talking about the, uh, the, um, what's that shit? People were talking about the, uh, uh the Ultimate Collection, hold up, what'd you say? The Double Dunk It's Real? Hold up. To, to to counter that point, double dunking does happen. We see it happen in the, the you know, with the professionals who Chris Staples, G Smith, shout out to G Smith and all them. They can do it, but they're not coming down the lane, running full speed, taking off, dunking the ball, then catching with their feet, then flipping it in, then dunking it again. 
They're not doing that. When they do double dunks, it <laughs> literally takes a minute for them to dunk it, catch it, and dunk it again. The way that EA was doing it, or not EA, but the way that that game was doing it, was in a way that you couldn't even block them anyways. Which is a pretty annoying thing, because it would be dope if you could shut down somebody's game breaker by blocking their shit, saying we could do a shot and a dunk. That's an innovation that could have been added to the game. Homecore was the beta for my park, in my opinion. I can see where you're going with that. We might touch on it a little bit later. That, that is a that is a good thought. But anyways, back to Spider-Man. I'm about to show y'all this little gameplay right here. And uh, we will share our opinions once we once this thing pulls up or whatever. So yeah, this is a little Game Informer exclusive trailer shit. Not gonna lie. Spider-Man is my second favorite superhero of all time. So I'm, I was pretty hyped seeing this. Um, I saw this... I don't know if it's this one, mm -hmm. but I got to go to a little private room at E3 that you signed up for last year. Yeah. And, man, like, I haven't played a Spider-Man game since the first one on PlayStation. That one was... I actually still have that one. <laughs> it's somewhere it was It was corny as hell, but that game was fire. It was fun. And hard as shit, too, because that mission we had to run from, I think, Venom or some shit. It took me, like, eight hours. Verifying all the damn comic was it either the comic books or the CDs? Which one is it? I think the comic books. So it's, it's the comic books, and I was and my favorite thing was looking for uh, Stark Industries and the Fantastic Four building. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man, where you got to play Venom and Spider-Man. Oh yeah. That was another good ass Spider-Man. When you got the, you play as Venom, the first fight is Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it was like, it's gonna be crazy. But one thing I really, really do like, because here's one thing that I've noticed about Spider-Man games. Like, Spider-Man 3, I actually, contrary to popular belief and, like, a lot of people, I actually did like that one. Mostly due to the fact I love web-swinging. Like, that's always... For, I'm horrified of heights. I, I, heights. I've stated this multiple times. I do not like heights. But for whatever reason, I've always liked web-swinging because I think that's an ability I would love to have. But I like the fact that this game is really focusing on the agility that spider-man has because a lot of previous ones they don't do his like at uh, his agility justice like they just kind of show the web swing he kind of run on walls things like that it looks like here's really focusing on like how you get up and around you know new york or whatever not to mention they have a different combat system in the game that's probably one of the few that's like probably a qt that has to happen but uh, it seems like he has like different forms of webbing or whatever. Like you follow the comic books, it will tell you like he has different web things that he can use at his disposal. Uh, his super strength and shit like that. Cause not many Spider-Man movies show that. They kind of like give you like a little glimpse of it. But Spider-Man's strong as shit. Like <laughs> he can live over fifteen hundred pounds. He can run like seven hundred miles an hour. Yeah, like the the movies and, and comics, the especially like the movies. But the movies don't really do him justice. But like, if you read the comics, hell, watch Death Battle. That's how I learned so much about comics and characters. Because that was and it pissed, it did the same thing with Captain America. They just started. I say in Civil War, they started showing his potential. Yeah, like, Cap is a hell of a. In the first movie, he was ass. Second one, which is the best Marvel movie to me, in my opinion, is mm -hmm. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. They kind of, you know, amped him up a little bit in Civil War. They really kicked his powers up a notch. But I have one concern about this game. What is it? It's story. That is How long question. is the story? We do not have words. If, if I beat the story, I don't want to have to go around stopping purse snatchers and carjackers for the next couple hours. What I, I want, want, them, I want them to have a story because Spider-Man has a slew of villains that he could go up against that, lit, that, you know, we all know very well. 
So Vulture, uh, we got he got the, we got the Vulture, the Green Goblin, the Hog Goblin, Venom, Carnage, especially we got, Carnage. Um, we we do not see Carnage enough in Spider-Man games. I will say that because for those of you who do not know Carnage, look him up. He's a fucking savage. Mysterio, the lizard, Doc Ock. You know, he, they, I can go on for days. Like, he has a slew of, like, villains who are dope as shit in their own right. And they could all fuck people up. Hey, what's happening, Eli? He can run 700 miles per hour, goddamn. Yeah, Spider-Man is literally a freak of nature. Well, a freak of mutation. The movie... Spider- Spider-Man is... Uh, Spider-Man is so dope. He can actually blind blindfolded. He can go hand-to-hand with any Marvel fighter. Exactly, because of his spider sense and shit like that. Like, they really need to do him justice. Because, dog, my man, my man's, my man's is nice. He's really nice. Because, like I said, watch Death Battle, because they will put you on game and make you read the comics. Because that's what got me reading the comics now is Death Battle. But the dude is literally strong as fuck. Like, in every movie, they show, like, a little glimpse of it. Like, in the, what was it, the first one, like, where he stopped the bus or some shit. No, it was the second one, he stopped the bus, or the train. The train. Yeah, he stopped the train. And then, like, another one, he grabs, he, like, rips the car door off of, like, his hinges and shit like that. Uh, In the recent movie that I liked, actually, I actually actually like this new uh, actor they got for Spider-Man. You know, he's trying to, like, hold the damn, uh, uh, the, the frigate, uh, uh, uh. Boat or whatever together. Well, the 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 curry or that thing is the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That that shit. He was holding that together for a little bit. Like Spider Man is really fucking strong and really fast and really intelligent. But he, you know, he's a little cocky because he knows that he's smart and shit like that, which is pretty cool because they kind of show that here and there. But in this game, especially since it's a game and they have like an infinite amount of possibilities instead of like the constraints of a movie. I want to see a, a really dope combat system. I want to see a skill tree. I'm a sucker for skill trees. And Lord knows you can do a lot of skill trees in the Spider-Man game. I need to see villains that we don't really see too often. Because I think the last time we've seen Carnage was like in the Web of Shadows, I think. I think. I'm not too sure. But we don't see enough of Carnage. We don't see like uh, uh, Rhino too much. We don't see a lot of villains that you know people know for Spider-Man. We see like the same you know, Green Goblin, who is dope. But we're not seeing too much of like the other ones who like really about that life. It has skill trees. They announced it. Good looking, Mac. Yeah, uh, I'm concerned about story because because with these Spider-Man games and games of similar to those, the story is really short. Then you got to catch muggers and chase you know carjackers. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that shit no more. I want a long ass lengthy story. Intrigued in the game. Yeah, I want as long. Here's here's my main thing though. I do not want to constantly go through Uncle Ben being shot. We bet we bet not get that. I'm not sure if they've nipped that in the bud or whatever. I'm not too sh- sure about this, but that's one thing I do know. I do not want to go through the same thing of uh, seeing Uncle Ben getting shot, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm Spider Man." Batman's parents getting shot in front of in the beginning of every movie. Yeah, we don't we don't need that no more. Like even the most casual of casual comic book fans are fully aware of like Spider Man's you know choice. You feel, you feel what I'm saying? It's crazy. Uh, Uncle Ben, Thomas and Martha Wayne, and Abin Sewer from the Green Lantern series are the only characters that were created just to die over and over again. It's fucked up. It's, it's fucked up. They can put toxic in it. Like I said, they have plenty. They have plenty of resources for Spider-Man. Spider-Man is like is an icon. Oh. The dude has literally a series with Tobey Maguire that did well until the third one, which is trash. Then he had another one with the with. Uh, an actor who did like what two movies with Andrew uh, Garfield. Yeah, who did two movies, and then he had this new kid. He's the only character who probably has six movies with three different actors, and like 
most of the movies did well in their own right. So people fucking with Spider Man uh, out these the streets. The latest one, Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. There's no Uncle Ben shit. He's already been Spider Man. They didn't even show how he became Spider Man. He was just Spider Man. And I'm we and I, as a Spider Man dude, I was like, finally, we got it. We out here. Thank Jesus. And I appreciate that. We tired of seeing Uncle Ben getting shot. I'm tired of seeing Uncle Ben getting shot. Because if you ever watch the Spider-Man movies, you like Uncle Ben, but you know he's going to die. I'm like, I don't want to see this shit. Like I, like I said on Facebook, uh, um, when All Eyes on Me came out, I put on Facebook, hey, spoiler alert, Tupac dies at the end of the movie. That, yeah, and that's, not, that's another thing. Like, I'm, I really am just tired of seeing movies and shit, or not movies and shit, but like shit that I already like kind of know the ending of a little bit. It's kind of oversaturated, like R.I.P. Tupac, R.I.P. Biggie. I don't want to see any more flicks, TV shows about how they died and what happened because the problem, here's the problem that I have with those type of things. For those of us who actually followed like their legacy and like read up on the history of like those artists and their respective rights, we know that they were genuinely good people and shit like that. Like they were good at heart. They were just a victim of their own circumstances. What I hate thoroughly is when people try to spin that shit or hold on to the thug life Tupac instead of, instead of the humanitarian one. When, you know, when he's like, you know, talking to kids when he's actually preaching. Like, they remember him as hit him up Tupac, but they don't remember Brenda's got a baby. They don't remember letter to my unborn child. They don't remember none of that shit, but they remember all the fucked up shit that he said, but they don't remember none of the good stuff. Same thing with Biggie and shit like that. Like, they, like well, I, th- I... Think I, about this. Well, what's, what's gonna... What's, what do people care about this day and age? Oh, well, let's keep it 100. It's the lie. The, the, the lie is more entertaining than the truth. They, they care about. They want to see you fall, and rather than see you succeed, they rather hear the negative than the positive. Oh, that's true. That's facts. what sells, and I, I, that's why I like watching that because I already know about it. I like knowing about the good shit they did and the bad because I already know the bad, but I don't pay attention to it because I was always taught or believed in at most to see the good in people. And with Pac, I believed he was a good person, and I'm pretty sure he was because everybody has like the same thing. Like he was just a genuinely good dude. Like they talked about, I forgot his uh, my man's name. But he was talking about like what well, the whole so-called East Coast and West Coast thing was going on. He was getting tired of it because he didn't like you know people profiting off of their pain, like off of like what they was going through. So what he was gonna do was gonna get like all the East Coast artists together and make a record and basically show like there ain't no beef, like shit's done. But sadly enough, he got you know cut down and uh, murdered. So R.I.P. Tupac and R.I.P. Biggie. But uh, I remember the, him in the '90s Spider-Man cartoons. True. Uh, but anyways, GTA Five. As we all know, GTA 5 released, what, five years ago. Think about that. Let, let, it released in 2013. I was in college. Like, <laughs> I was doing my first semester in college when this game got released. Let that sink in five years ago. Five whole years. And this game has lasted time. Time. <laughs> has a, still has, some a, point. has a solid community. I could probably get online right now and follow find a full lobby, do missions, the whole nine. It has a solid community, a good following, and it has made a record-breaking, no game has done this to this date, six billion. Let me say that one more time, because I don't think y'all heard it. It made a billion dollars in the first three days when they're on release. Six billion. Yeah, yeah, but hold on, hold on, but six billion, but think about it, a billion in the first three days. That's already... Crazy. That means they made another five. They made a, they made a billion a year at this point. Damn near. They made a billion each year, dog. That is phenomenal. If anything, you gotta applaud Rockstar because people love Rockstar. It never be done again. I don't think it can. 
That'll Unless, never be done again. I don't never. think it can. Only because people were like, you remember, I'm pretty sure everybody in the chat and you remember how hyped everybody was for GTA 5 when that bitch got released. Like, I still get goosebumps. I still get goosebumps. I I'm saying I still get goosebumps watching the uh the the trailer for it. Remember the trailer that they show? Like what you gonna be able to do online? As a matter of fact, I'm I'm about to find this shit. Uh, I was super hyped for online. That was that's what got me. That's what was the hook, line, and sinker for me was online. Like, dude, the trailer has I mean, one a lot. They, they botched it a lot. They botched it a lot, though. Oh yeah, like. The, the problem with that they did with that game, well, what they did with the game, like, uh, initially, was, um, you know, we weren't able to do heist. And that's what had everybody hyped. Because everybody was talking about, dog, we gonna get the squad online. We about to do these heists. We about to rob banks. Mm -hmm. And then they didn't do that till like, what, two, like, damn near a year or two later. That's when they finally added it. But, yeah. I remember watching this trailer right here, literally in college. Like, I remember going to the student union, like, with my homeboys, being hype as fuck, talking about what we finna do. Like, look at this shit. Like, I'm, I am still get goosebumps, like, seeing this. Because I, I remember, they, they like... Did, um, they offered a lot of pro false promises, man. They they did. That that was one of the big issues. Because day one, we seen all of this shit. Yeah, we seen all this shit. We was like, bro, we gonna be able to get submarines. We gonna be able to do this. We gonna be able to do that. And we weren't fully able to do everything that we wanted to do, which was kind of heartbreaking. But this game has withstand the test of time and has people still actively playing it. Like, there's still communities to this day that are looking for players to play, and they're doing heists. They're doing oh, missions. When they drop the heists and the updates, oh, people flood to it, and I'm one of them. Every, yeah, I'm, I'm one of them, too. Once you do it, then what else do you have to do? But see, what they did good was they kept they kept put they kept putting in free content, and then when they added the, the the editor, like the game mode editor and shit like that, that's what kept people playing because people are creative as fuck. That's one thing I'll give communities: you get people who are creative who can think outside the box and make shit that you would not even dream about doing, but they created it. And then you get moments like these and shit like that where you're doing team deathmatch, you're playing golf, you're arm wrestling, you're. You're out here robbing May uh, Merryweather and shit like that, but the only the one thing I did notice in this trailer and things of that sort was like I swear I do not remember a time when I was able to run up on somebody and shoot them without damn near dying, because the computer that you're shooting has a fucking aimbot. I can't tell you how many times I've been popped in the head by just trying to go around cover. But it was shit like this, like this entire trailer that like legit had me sitting in the student union back when I was in college, literally going off. I was all like, bro. Like buy an apartment, buy a garage, you know. I'm saying. It was, it was supposed to be, to be where the crew or whatever you want to call it, like people online. Yeah. You were able to go inside your house when you wasn't online. Yeah. But they changed that. And I remember what pissed me off, though, was uh, uh, the, the glitches that eventually came into the game. Like, when people would be able to get into your garage and blow your shit up and shit like that. That that kind of pissed me off a lot. Yeah, it made me mad. I'm like, dog. They killed it. Well, they should have did this shit. Well, they should have had... It should have been like... They should have had three cities. I can't stress that enough. With three cities, I even though they were slacking on the free content... They should have had three cities, and it would have been more options to do stuff. People wouldn't have got as bored with it. 
I say, if anything, they just need to have those damn the the heist day one. What really killed the game, or what like kind of de- uh, killed it a little bit, was the fact that uh, the game a didn't have heist day one, and b it didn't work. Like the online that everybody was high for, it did not work. That killed a lot of people. Uh, honestly, they start feeling the depends as far as the geographic availability. Not yet. I'm pretty sure they're saving that for GTA 6. But for GTA, for a game in general, especially Grand Theft Auto, you know, a AAA title that everybody knows, to make six freaking billion, that I I honestly do not think that that can happen anytime soon. Cause this game has had and probably still has a cult fan following. But a six billion with free content. Free. Keep that in mind. Free. You don't have to buy like the little shark cards. Like people say, oh everything's so expensive. There are motherfuckers out there who grind for everything they got. Hold on, you said you don't really care about I've the done the heists like, like six times back to back. By the, by the way, Eli, you're not weird for not really caring about the online. If you're a really story-driven person, that's on you. That's, that, that's not weird whatsoever because there's people who just are not big on online gameplay. I was high for online because I always imagine robbing liquor stores and banks and shit. Where you think they're going to go for GTA 6? There's rumors that they're going to go to Vice City. There's also rumors that they're going to have access to all three game uh, places as far as Liberty City, Vice City, and San Andres. There's another one that says they're going to try to do a bigger map to New York's wise. Oh, what's happening then? There, there's also a rumor that says that they're going to try to do the United States. There's a bunch of rumors circling around of like where they're going to have the, the game as far as GTA 6. As far as where, as long as it's in the city and it's not country GTA, I'm fine. Who I got a question for you. What's happening? Online. Do we start over? and move over because there's people out here that got so much shit I have the 2k effect I don't think I don't think G, a Rockstar would probably do that shit I really don't I don't think here's why here's why I don't think they'll 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 let you transfer your character over I think they'll let you do that strictly because they know how much people how much money people actually have physically put into the game I'm not gonna lie I put in about 50 bones into the game. Don't even give a shit. But I'm pretty sure that they're going to do that because they're not going to, you know, charge people again like, oh, your character got erased and hit by a bus or some shit like that. They're not going to do that. I believe not because they don't want to scar the community and because Rockstar tends to be like a gamer-centric uh, company. I think they'll transport, if anything, it'll be like half your funds either get cut or your funds will be available uh, through like pieces or increments. Like I feel like they'll either cut it a little bit that way you're not going into GTA Six with like two point five billion dollars to kind of make oh, it God, fair you know. to to kind of make it fair for those who like who maybe just got GTA Six or some shit like that. Like I feel like they're gonna try to find a way to balance it out. Or if they, I hope if they um if they put multiple cities in there, I want the airport and the train station to mean something. I want to be able to stop the train. God damn it. I can't tell you how many times I drove a bus head first into the train thinking it's going to do something just to get blown up. All right, Indiana. Like. We're going to be robbing trains out here. That's why. Hold up. We're going to talk about Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption in a second. But that's one thing I need in that game. I need to be able to rob trains. But what if they did it in Europe? 
that depends where in Europe, and it has to be believable. Because one thing that GTA is known for is savagery. And I mean, ultimate savagery. Now, granted, I'm not the most well-rounded person. I haven't been overseas and shit like that. So I'm not sure the crime over there or how believable it is. The thing about GTA is, like, most of that shit is kind of believable that's kind of going on. Not to mention, if you're familiar with, with Europe, Eli, let me know in the comments or in the, in the stream chat. If Europe has those kind of uh, uh, those nitty gritty type places, I'm not too sure because when I think of Europe, when I hear about Europe, I hear about how beautiful it is, how peaceful it is, this, that, and third. I'm not too sure if it's believable as far as the environment goes because one thing that makes G that separates GTA from like different games is the environment. It is open world, but the world lives and breathes. If you bump into somebody, they're going to say something. They might want to squabble. If you uh, are staring at somebody, they're going to say something. Hit somebody's car, they're going to get out and want to fight. Like, the world is alive. Not to mention random events happen. Like, you'll see a cop chasing somebody down the street. You'll see somebody's purse get snatched. You will see some shit happen within that environment. And that's what makes GTA unique. And that's why people like the game. Because there's too many games, Metal Gear being one of them, that go open world for the sake of being open world. Like, there's nothing happening. It'll be like, a war is going on. And nothing happens. Like the division. Everybody, everybody's sick. You're not seeing anything. Like London. Because London's such a popular city so i think that would be the you know it'd be interesting it'd be interesting to, to at least get a different like cultural take on the game i'm not saying i don't want to happen don't mistake my words i'd be open to it but i just need them to do it right you lived in cuba and the middle east oh work but and they just need to do it right like the at the bottom line it needs to be believable because when they did san andres that's like la heavy gang uh, heavy gang area and shit like that you know, they have, you know, the Ballers and Grove Street. They have the Bagos and shit like that, which is replicant of other gangs. But I'm not trying to get into all that talk. Yeah, Vice City, you know, with the whole drug trade and things of that sort, you know, coming in from overseas and things like that. You got Liberty City, which is, like, eminent of, like, New York and shit like that. Like, every game, every, like, entry title has, like, a city that's kind of based off of and kind of the environment, like, or what's going on at that time or around it. Because when you play San Andres, that's, like late 80s 90s region like where you know gang culture i'm not trying to say it was at its peak but you know everybody was talking about it everybody was knowing about it like, uh, uh they had a, san andreas was 92 yeah 92 so you know that was like when gangster rap was like taking the fuck off so the, the yeah the game the game replicated and or emulated that 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 environment vice city that was like the fucking 80s and shit like that roughly so it was well, san andreas is to to you know African American men like me and you we can relate to that you know what I'm saying? Yep, relatability. And I've lived I had in a, a good uh, household. I had a partner. Uh, I had a Hispanic partner who he got San Andreas and he played it. And I, I came to his crib and watched him play. He did. He was like, "Wow, this is like some crazy shit." I said, "Yo, that's some of that shit's reality." Some some of that shit people really do live and go through. I I can tell you a few stories about. People I've known or met and shit like that, and they told me about like how they was in like the gang life and then they got out of it, but like their sibling didn't want to let it go and shit like that, things of that sort. Like, let me give y'all a quick like little little Zilla story or whatever. Not even a story, but a little thing about me. One thing about me, I've always been on the straight and narrow, never been into drugs. I drink a little bit, but it's not a thing that I like doing too much. I'm a pretty simple level-headed person. One thing is that I'm able to mesh with all types of groups from nerds to thugs to 
you know, people in all all walks of life because I'm just naturally friendly and shit like that. There's one constant thing I've always noticed is like whenever I hang out like with people who are, you know, about that life and shit like that, they usually bar people like me from those conversations or like the OG will take it to the side and be like, yo, you, you don't need to be around here because you have potential, like you have a future and shit like that. That's one thing I've always noticed and I've kind of respected because when they see potential, like they see someone who could do something, they tend to keep you away from all that shit. But... I got sidetracked, but I just wanted to let that uh, let let y'all know some shit. Cause usually like, they they leave y'all, they like leave people like with potential shit like that, or like people who have a future. They like propel you to that. Like get the fuck out of here. You don't need to be here. Like you have a career uh, it's shit crazy like that. Because I got kind of the same upbringing ish, but like I like there are some good gangsters out there, and I've known a few. And people know me as this nerd or whatever. You know, I like gaming, book, comic books, and cartoons, and all this other shit. But I grew up in the grimies of neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of shit. I've done a lot of shit. Like, I ain't never touched no drugs, not like that. But it's, but my, I've always been a person, if I see some stupid shit, it's stupid to me. If I think it's stupid, nobody is going to change my mind. Nobody sways me. I make my own decisions. Peer pressure me, and that's all. that's the way I've been, and that's what I teach my kids to be. I mean, peer pressure is. Like, oh, oh, you soft because you don't want to do this. Oh, if I'm soft, let, let, let's let's step around this corner real quick and let's see let's see you walk back out. Fuck that. You you can call me soft all you want to. I'll be the soft nigga who goes home tonight. Fuck it. Uh, I'm about to commit murder. My brother says six nines to go to rap. Hey, you gotta let your little brother be a little brother, dog. They, if there's one thing, and I made a video about this, as long as he doesn't disrespect legends, I don't. I, I don't care. But honestly, that dude that dude's trying to sell records. And, and keep his name relevant. So I'm not. I don't pay attention to none of that ignorant shit. Half of these dudes in in the rap game are businessmen. They don't do half the shit they rap about. Like half of these niggas. I'll look at Fifty Cent, Super Thug. In a second. Yo, his latest song. Crazy. These, these rappers. These rappers got lawyers up the ass. They don't. They they're not gonna. If you have, if you're worth a couple hundred million dollars. Or even fifty million dollars, you will not jeopardize your lifestyle for anybody. For some stupid shit, you don't. You, you can't. Some dumbass you, you ones you that can't do, do it. it. You can't do it. You, when you get to a certain level of success, what more do you have to prove? At that point, is ego, and it, and it has been said that a man's ego is like the leading killer, and it really is. Like you have to know when to shut the fuck up and sit down and realize that your life is worth more than some stupid shit. I've done that multiple times because trust me, I've been tested multiple times, and I'm not even as successful as I want to be yet. But it happens. But 50 Cent's latest song, Crazy, I suggest y'all check that shit out. I've actually listened to it like eight times, and that song will, will touch y'all to the core. And Eli Senior comment, you said they should do it in Columbia. That would be kind of fire. Not even gonna lie, that, that, that's a good idea. Uh, I feel like Muse Day is not meant for the old generation. Simple. It's not. It's really not. It is not for older people. It's, if I anything... If anything, the the new music is not for us. It's for the younger generation, shit like that. And it's for the clubs. That's why you never hear me talking too much shit about it. That's why you don't hear me slandering it. That's why I make videos talking about a specific rap or anything. Because I know it's not meant for me. I stay in my own lane. I know what music I do like. I know what music I don't like. But certain songs I might not listen to or have in the car, playing, or on my playlist and shit like that. I might not like it then, but let me go to the club and that shit plays. Oh, I'm turning the fuck up. Like, that song that, shout out to the homie Ricky, but that, that song that Ricky had on, as his uh, uh, intro, the Takashi the, the song. Humble? 
No, no, the Takashi song. I did not know that was a, a 6 9 song until, like, I went to a club or whatever and I heard that shit. And I was like, what? That's him? Loki, I felt disgusted. But, better in the club, though. but that's what I'm saying. That's what it's meant for. So, like, I, once I figured that out, I stopped feeling so. Because I'm not going to lie, I've always felt bitter. Like, why is this even popping? But once I actually, like, stopped that and, like, went outside of, like, you know, my bubble a little bit, and I, like, you know, I went to the club a little bit here and there and shit like that, I was like, oh, this song is meant for this. It's not meant for everybody. This is the rule of 10. Three people gonna like it. Three people gonna hate it. Four gonna be undecided. Those four that are undecided, that's the people who they're going after. Three who hate it already formulate their opinion. They're gonna hate it regardless. Three who like it are gonna like it regardless. We can even go after the four who are undecided. That's who is gonna gravitate toward. Oh, it was Trippy Red, not 6 9 Good looking, Eli. See, the thing, but, the yeah. thing about me and music is I'm very, very eclectic and centered. I like, I love all types of music except for country. And plus, I'm in my 30s, you know what I'm saying? So, really, I, I mean, I, I'm coming from the old school rappers and, you know, the mid-90s to the to the early, early 2000s. Like, this shit, it really feel like, well, people had to have talent. So, old rap rappers like Ice Cube, you know, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, you know, uh, PM, uh, PM Don, all them cats, them guys had talent. Social media... If you get a hot beat, but look, look at look at this shit. My son sold me some dumb shit. Some kid yodeling in Walmart, and he's all over the internet. That shit was funny. You can literally become famous off of the stupidest shit now. That's the power of the internet. The, 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 the thing about it is these, these newer rappers and whatnot are actually figuring out that I can put out as much music and things like that that I want to until one clicks. That is the difference. Is and, and they don't need a record company it's, no more. It's Snapchat, exactly. It's accessibility. Instagram. Look, yeah. look at all in Vine. Look at all these motherfuckers on Instagram making these little skits. You know how much money these people are making off that shit? They are making bank, and that's why I, I applaud them because they've adjusted to the market. They've adjusted to accessibility. They've adjusted to like this immediate attention span. And I can't sit here and be bitter about it because they figured out some shit. That a lot of people wish they figured out earlier, and they have capitalized upon it. Oh, see, upon you it. also got to think about this. Well, a lot of the old school rappers, and you know, didn't have this social media game ten years ago. I know that's what know? makes it harder, and that's why we hold them in such a higher regard. Like, hold on, what, Ice Cube and Tupac were artists, poets, rappers, and actors. These days, it's different. I mean, obviously, but anybody will tell you, like, people who are, like, we're in the trenches and shit like that, they'll tell you Ice Cube wasn't really thugging. Like, he was just a great storyteller and a great rapper, and he was just driving about shit that he saw, but he wasn't the tough guy. Like, it, it's shit like that. Like, the whole rappers being actors and, and things, I'm not saying rappers being actors, but, like, people putting on a certain image, it's not too far-fetched. The thing about it is that when people are putting themselves in danger by portraying something that they're not, that's when I kind of get... A little worried about because I don't want to see anybody get hurt. That's not in my DNA to actually want to see somebody well, get fucked up over some stupid shit. But my problem I, I is agree with you, when, when you attract that ter- that type of energy, it kind of is, is going to follow you and something is going to happen. That's just how energy works. So that's just one of those to things. To a certain degree, there's somebody out there that wants to test you just to see if you're real in the quote fingers oh, in of their course. eyes. Of course. Of course. That is always going to happen. Shit, see, it, rappers... Rappers are actors. They're storytellers, just like movie stars. Movies like you get um, what's what's a movie where a movie a movie star a famous movie star it plays a bad guy. He's murdering everything in sight. He ain't like that in real life, and, and unless behind closed doors, I mean, we really don't know. 
I mean, that's just... I look at music and, and movie all as acting. They're telling stories for our entertainment. But you get these, like, Takashi talking about he fighting everybody and all this bullshit. You bring him that. There, there's knuckleheads out there that will test you because they have nothing to live for. And they're just playing as ignorant. And that goes across every race. Yeah, not, I'm not no, talking about black, white, or none of that shit. That's, every that's some shit that, like, I... Like, I want everybody to wreak success and get that money, whatever, whatever. That's just how I roll. But I just don't want to see this shit go the way that history kind of foretells it and how shit literally does go left when people talk all this shit and then it goes sideways. Like, shout out to Casanova. I suggest y'all listen to the Drink Chance podcast because he talks about this shit a little bit. And he basically says, like, like people who, like, rap that shit aren't really living as, like, same thing that you were saying. Like, they're worth money, so, like, they're not trying to risk that shit for something stupid. And Let me ask you a question, Will. If you were worth $50 million and I rolled up on you drunk, right, mm-hmm. and talking shit, are you going to hit me so I can sue you and take half your shit or a good portion of it? Fuck no. I've been punched in the face for exactly. and I'm not even worth shit now. But the fact of the matter is, I, I quote I was, a, I quote I, I, I Eminem. I'm that much money and a motherfucker come to me, oh, Eric Ray, you a bitch. <laughs> okay, well, this bitch about to go get in his Lamborghini or his fucking Bentley and I catch your broke ass later. I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, I I, I like Eminem when he's talking about some, I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta hit you. I got undercover cops that illegally pop you. That's literally how I'd roll if I was worth 50 million. Like, I don't need to do anything. I don't need to prove anything. I'm here to entertain and inspire those who fuck with me. The 3% who don't fuck with me, we don't worry about them. I'm worried about the four people or the 4% of people or like the four people who are unsure they want to fuck with your boy or not. That's what I'm worried about. The three who rock with me, I already know y'all rock with me. I know you got me, you in my corner. The four who are undecided, I'm going to convince you to rock with your boy that we have seven people fucking with me instead of, you know, seven people not fucking with me. But anyways, on to the plug section. Shout out to the homie 3M motherfucking G, my man Ricky. The homie, make sure you check out his web- website, 3MG Media. That is 3MGLive.com. Link is in the description. We cover games, music, sports, movies, entertainment. We are currently on a, a down period right now where the site is getting updated and debugged because we had an issue with that. But as soon as it gets back up, please believe me, y'all going to get updated on everything gaming, entertainment, sports, and media, and all that good shit. And not to mention, we always have to shout out the big homies. Shout out to the Gaming Illuminati. I actually met these folks over at PAX East. They're dope as hell. They're cool individuals. Um, shout out to the Gaming Illuminati. Make sure you check out their channel. Link to their uh, channel should be in the description as well as their website. As well as their app, which is available via mobile on all platforms. That is iOS and Android. So make sure you check them out. Tell them that Wu sent you. And we back to the damn show. So... Fortnite news. Eli, I'll tell you about PAX in a second. I, I got y'all on that. But on to other pressing news. Fortnite. Now, Fortnite is, you know, taking over the world. Everybody's talking about it. It's on everybody's tongue. Everybody loves Fortnite. I'm one of those people who fuck, fuck Fortnite heavy. But in a recent uh, article or whatever, it's saying that Fortnite is brainwashing people. Eric, how do you feel about this? I can't disagree, but before before I start, I was just thinking about the whole $6 billion. I think Fortnite might be the game to reach a billion dollars, if any game does it. I think it's made $600 million so far, I think. I'm going to I'm have to check that out. Earlier, I was looking at the, B, uh, the V-Bucks system. They want, what, $100 for, what, 10,000 V-Bucks? I was like, you can kiss my ass, but... Right now, Fortnite is the biggest thing in the world. It's the big phenomenon. Brainwashing? I don't really think so. 
Okay. This game comes along. They're gonna say the same thing. They're saying it's about Call of Duty years ago. If you think about it, like back in the day, I'm pretty sure they're saying yeah. the same shit about Call of Duty and 2K. Like everything has its time and it will pass. They said the same thing about Rocket League. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember Rocket League had a. I don't big think name. it's brainwash anything. I just think it's like anything else. People like it. They play it. They then the next hot shit comes on, and they move on. If anything, Fortnite is bringing people together. I can argue that to anybody. Because there's people who are old playing Fortnite, young playing Fortnite, in the middle playing Fortnite, former communities playing Fortnite. Like, Fortnite is bridging that generational gap that most games couldn't do because Call of Duty, you know, is toxic and shit like that. 2K, toxic. Fortnite is one of those games like where people are like making friends and talking, like, well, chilling. Fortnite like has that. some toxicity to it, too. Yeah, some of it, but, like, compared to other games, it's nowhere near as bad. I'm pretty sure it has to do to the goofy factor of it. But, um... Hold on, what'd you say? They have a grenade. Oh yeah, we'll talk about the new the new fort thing that they got. But um, here's a petition. I'm actually about to show y'all. Let me find my display. I just love that Fortnite is not. And I'm we we discussed this in past podcasts before. It's not pay to win. Everybody gets the same thing. Yeah, everybody gets the exact. When it comes same to the in game stuff, like they put out the heavy shotgun, the homie rocket launcher. Everybody, you just have to find it. That's it. But anyways, so this damn uh, petition or whatever to, we don't, like, okay, so here's the thing. People were saying that Fortnite was brainwashing, I mean, people were saying that Fortnite was brainwashing somebody. So this petition on change.org has accumulated about 730 signatures at this time or whatever, right? Now, the entire underlying process of this or underlying thing about this was Fortnite's making our boyfriends, uh, pay attention more to the game than us which by the way when i take you shopping and shit like that you don't have you don't see me over here talking about these shoes is brainwashing you but i digress um so they were saying that the game was brainwashing the boyfriends and not spending enough time with them or attention and shit like that whatever whatever it may be right so apparently this damn petition was is obviously a joke and fortnite is not going to get banned they're making way too much money and they have way too much pull and they can prove that it's not brainwashing people but whatever. But the funny part about this is... Oh, cartoony. It's, not, it's really looked at as good whole fun. It is. And the funny thing about this petition is the person who like made this petition started playing Fortnite and likes the game. Let that sit for a second. Let that sit for a second. They played the game and they're like, oh, this is actually fun. So, yeah, that's, that's a little Fortnite uh, comedy for you. Um, another fact of the matter is Fortnite is actually adding, um, what's that shit? Uh, build a fort, port a fort. That's what it's called, port a fort. Where basically like this is this little grenade thing. Okay, so like it's like this little grenade, and what it does is instantly builds you a fort. Now the size of the fort, how big the fort is, is currently unknown. So instead of that's kind of dope for people like me that has trouble. I'm not the best building Fortnite. That <laughs> I want to see where this is gonna go. See, as somebody who's actually mildly okay at building for at, at building in Fortnite, I actually do low key have a problem with this because I'm about to show you all the trailer. Fortnite right. with me, you you played Fortnite with me before. Yeah, I have. It's it's pretty funny, but here is the 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 little commercial thing that they have for the port of fort or whatever, right? So as you can see, she has like a little fort. She throws it out there, and it instantly builds a fort. Instantly builds a fort. Now, I hope that the fort is nowhere near this fucking size. 
Because anybody who has played Fortnite knows. Oh my god. Yeah, anybody who has played Fortnite knows that forts this fucking size are obnoxious as shit if you do not have the correct weaponry. Which means if you do not have a RPG, a grenade launcher, grenades, fucking a scar, a Gatling gun, if you don't have any of that, this is going to be a pain in the ass. Especially if it's metal because metal takes longer to, to shoot down than wood. So, hopefully they find some balance with it. I'm not sure how balanced this is going to be. I like the concept. That is one thing. I I'm like feeling that, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling that. To each his own. I just hope that it is balanced and it has some type of uh, uh, cohesion with it. And that way it's not found everywhere. Because I could already imagine people getting like six of those and throwing them everywhere. I could already see how it's going to like... There's people out there that are so proud of their building, they won't even touch that. That's the, that, that percentage that love to build. I love building, so... But I me, mean, I can get kills in Fortnite like crazy. I've gotten up to six, seven kills a game, but never clutched that. I've only clutched a couple dubs. I mean, we, we're going, we're going to see how this works out. This is an interesting concept. I'm not sitting here saying that it's complete total trash, but I need to know how this is going to be balanced in the game. I need to know if it's going to actually be a simple thing where it's just, you know, it's like maybe one floor or two floors and a roof, and or some or some shit like that, or like. Two floors and like a staircase that looks over. I need to know because if it's anything like this, this is gonna be a pain in the ass. But question though, what up? Question. Uh, now I'm like uh, I'm cool with that, but if the uh, I'm, I'm thinking that they're not gonna have those you know things like you know hands on. It's just gonna be like regular loot. Maybe you'll find it, maybe you won't. But if they do, if you do find it, what about do you have to have materials? To actually build the fort. That would be interesting. That's actually a good point. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not even like fully aware. Five hundred steel, five hundred wood, and like five hundred, you know, a uh, brick. Yeah, like yeah. just take all your materials to build you a cool little fort to defend yourself in. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, they're adding a. They're adding a fifty v fifty v two probably when they add port to fort probably. They're gonna say it's gonna ruin Use the your game. Your materials with that little ball—that's a problem. They're saying they're gonna ruin. It's gonna ruin the game. Like first shot accuracy, I doubt it. First shot accuracy is not really that excellent. How inaccurate the weapons can be. I just got two shot it. I mean, the the accuracy in the game is still spotty along with the hit detection. Cause y'all see me live on stream shoot somebody with the shotgun and the dome piece, and then like it only takes off like twenty five health with a pump. So the game itself still has some bugs and glitches i doubt that this is going to ruin the fucking game as long as it's not one of those giant mega towers that you've seen like ninja or some of these other youtubers who i do not know yet build then yeah we got a problem but as long as it's something simple that you could take down i'm not saying take down relatively ease but you know take down you know at a decent time and shit like that then i'll have i don't see i do not see a a, a a, a problem with this whatsoever. I don't see anything that's going to fully break the game, fully draw away the crowd. Fortnite is literally riding the ultimate hype right now because you got celebrities talking about it. You got, you know, regular people. Playing it. You got celebrities playing it, streaming it. I mean, the game's winning right now, so I doubt it's going to break it. If anything, they're just testing the waters and shit like that to see if it's going to work. And if it doesn't work, they're going to put it in archives like they did with some, with some of the previous weapons, tweak them a little bit, and they're just going to drop again. Fortnite gonna be all right. Now, I doubt there's gonna be the end all be all. I, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a, a thing that they're going to uh, uh, balance the game out with. But 
Onto the deal section. For those of you who have not played Ghost Recon Wildlands, they are currently updating the fuck out of it and playing it or making it uh, so the, the way it should be. It is a solid title. I should have on my PC and I still enjoy that shit. Um, it ha it's having a free weekend for those of you who have not played it yet. So if you're interested in getting it, um, you can get it April 12th to the fourth to the 15th, actually. So it's having it's like a little 14th. free... Oh, I looked it up again. It's the 15th. Uh, so it'll be available to till from Thursday till Sunday, so you'll be able to play Wildlands, decide if you want to get it or not. Ubisoft, almost every other weekend, is having crazy sales from all their titles to get back in gamers' good graces and show that they, you know, they're listening now. Like, they're tired of people joking on them and shit like that, which they've earned. But they're giving out sales, so I'm pretty sure you can get this game probably at release, because, like, what they do with most free weekends, you can buy for, like, 20 bucks and shit like that, get the base game or whatever for, like, 20 bucks. So I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to do that. Make sure you check that shit out. That's all the news I got on my end. Is there anything that you want to get out, Eric? Suggest everybody who don't play Wildlands, go give it a try. It's free. What do you got to lose? I personally love the game. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's the what I wanted the division to be. I now like I was I, I played with a couple of friends, my homeboy K Dog, my homeboy Kool Aid, and we were playing like the little missions, getting the weapons, getting the gear, and all this other stuff. And I clicked up and I looked at the story. I was like, that's a it's a hell of a comp complex story that I'm not even halfway done yet. And so any game that can, keeps me going for as long as possible, I love it. So I say give it a try. All right. Well. On the PAX East, uh, Eric didn't go this year, but I did, and I got to say, um, Boston, you got to step your game up. I'm not even going to lie. Let me go ahead and get into this a little bit. I recorded a lot of it. I posted my first like little vlog or whatever the other day. Make sure you check that shit out. It's like the first video you're going to see on my channel. But PAX was pretty cool for being as in my first time. I met a lot of dope YouTubers, made a lot of uh, few connections and shit like that, learned a lot. I absorbed a whole lot of game that you know I got to apply to my channel, things of that sort. But Boston, I don't fuck with y'all weather. It was the first time I ever seen snow in my life. I seen it. I don't fuck with snow. Um, your weather's bipolar. The way the way y'all drive got me fucked up. As a person who has like really bad anxiety and like anger issues, being in Boston in y'all traffic is not some place I need to fucking be. Because I've never seen people be stuck in a line like in traffic, then drive damn near on the sidewalk to get around somebody who's turning. They don't have any turn lanes or lack thereof turn lanes and like through traffic. People will turn directly in front of you while you're trying to go straight while traffic is going zooming right past you on your right side. Not to mention people walk in the middle of the street during traffic like they're made out of bumper. I don't mess with that. Oh, you all love LA then. Oh my God. You oh, love I'm, LA I'm, used to, I'm, I'm used to LA. I've been to LA. LA traffic, I, I I could adjust to probably because of the heat and probably because I've been out there, and I'm in my zone damn near. But yeah, Boston, I'm not rocking with y'all. The cosplay out there, though, I will give that. I did not. I don't think I filmed any cosplay, but there was some dope cosplayers. Dude who went as there was like these two people who went as a, the Soul Calibur characters. One as what's happening, Destiny. Uh, one as the dude who carries a scythe. Another one as the chick with the sword and shield. Uh. There was Rainbow Six Siege characters. I seen Mute, Smoke, fucking Tachanka. I think I seen Doc at one point. That was fire. The cosplay of Pac, I ain't gonna lie. That was dope. That shit was fire. But there was a lot of musty people. I'm gonna need whoever... Y'all know who you is over at Pac, so don't be taking showers. You too damn old to not be showering before you go out in the public. <laughs> I'm not trying to smell your musty ass in this tight, conformed area where I'm bumping into people... We ain't we ain't rocking like that. You from Texas? Oh, that's what's up. Shout out to Texas. I'm not. Oh, 
What up? Because it's ten times as worse. Bro, oh, I've been to Comic-Con, and they, like, y'all too damn old to be musty. And not to mention, uh, Boston, can we talk about your Chinese food a little bit? Can we talk about that a little bit? Now, everywhere I go, uh, fried rice tends to be, you know, a, a nice little color. Like, it's not too brown, it's not too white, it's just that right little texture, whatever. Why does your fried rice taste a little burnt? Answer that for me. Okay. Talk about your Chinese food for a minute. Bruh, my China, bruh, the Chinese food gave me the BGs low key. Like it tasted good initially. Till I got the rice. And I didn't really touch the rice after that. The chicken was pretty, was pretty tent, was pretty damn good. But the problem with the chicken was when I got towards like the little bottom area of my chicken, it was kind of rubbery. And I got orange chicken because I like you know the like the little tangy taste. But yeah, we don't need to talk about that. But y'all pizza though, I will commend y'all pizza. The pizza over in Boston was pretty was fire. It was a one. Also, Wahlburgers. We had at Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers was good as shit, but expensive as hell. I've never witnessed me having to pay $5.25 for a milkshake that's this damn big. Literally, this big. So if you're looking at the stream right now, it was the size of my Gatorade bottle at the bottom. $5.25 for a shake. Not a large, not a medium. One of these, $5.25. Expensive as all be damned. Uh, Uber, my pockets hurt, but I will give, I will commend y'all on your services because I've all my Uber drivers were cool as shit. Especially this old dude. I forgot his name, but he was giving us a history lesson about Boston low-key, and it was pretty dope. But uh, shout out to everybody who I met over at PAX. Shout out to the homie Ricky, Phantom, uh, Shoot Everyone, Chef. Shout out to uh, an entire GI that I met over there. I'm, uh, I plan on meeting uh, the homie uh, uh, Nomad and Flock and Black when uh, if they go to... Eve, not Evo, E3 this year, I plan on meeting them, but shout out to TBH, Ethos, Siggy, uh, uh, Ace, JG, uh, shout out to the Hip Hop Gamer, I actually met him out there, and I know I'm missing somebody else, uh, fuck, shout out to Data Dave, and I'm missing one, one more person, y'all gonna have to forgive me on this, cause I met so many people out there, and it, I ain't gonna lie, your boy was a little starstruck, because a lot of these dudes who I met or whatever, like, I never figured I would meet them in person, or that they, you know, fuck with me low-key like that. Oh, shout out to the Real J Skill, I met everybody out there, cool-ass dudes, hope to see y'all again at E3 so we can link up and, you know, hang out again. But, PAX was dope, oh yeah, and by the way, so we actually did end up go hooping, and I will upload the hooping videos this Friday. So keep that in mind. The hooping in the cold? No, we, we went to a gym, we went to a gym. But, okay. I will upload some of the hooping footage or whatever this Friday. This Friday. So make sure y'all mark your calendars. This Friday you will see the hooping footage. But I will say this. And you can go on Ricky. And I suggest you go on Ricky's channel right now and say, Ricky was ducking Woo. Because he was. He did not want to play me one-on-one. -on -one. And shout out to the homie Phantom because he actually did play me one-on-one. -on -one. Shout out to Phantom. But I will upload the footage uh, on Friday of, you know, them playing four-on-four, -four, the one-on-ones, all of that. It was really dope and fun playing with them. Uh, hopefully we can do it again when we go to E3 this year because I do plan on going to E3 because I, I got I got to get in, baby. I got to get in. Uh, you already I, get your ticket and stuff? No, nah, not yet. I probably got to take care of that shit early, actually. Because we're still trying to see if I'm going to get in as media or not. If not, I'm just going to have to buy the damn the 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 ticket or whatever. Well, here, giving them ankles the, the fade. Low key. But PAX overall was interesting to say the least. I will also probably be uploading the Facebook party tonight after this e3 is like june 12th to the 14th but apparently like all the other stuff is like the week before then like on a thursday so i'm probably about to be broke as hell 
I'm not looking forward to that, but whatever. But all in all, PAX was interesting. Was it everything I thought it was going to be? No. But did it pan out in my favor? Yeah, because I met a lot of YouTubers to put me on game. Hopefully, I could talk to them, do some collabs with them. Hopefully, you know, we could work together in the future and shit like that. So, it was dope because I actually got put on game. And if you read Charlemagne's book, Black Privilege, I suggest y'all check that shit out. All I did in PAX was just put the weed in the bag. Because everybody else had connections. People knew them and shit like that. They they kind of knew the game. They was just telling me what I should do, give me suggestions and shit like that. So, all I was doing while I was in PAX was just shut up. And listen, that's all I was doing was just shut the fuck up and listen to everything they, they was telling me, everything they was talking about. But all in all, past was interesting. Will I go back? We gonna see. Because if the squad ain't going, I don't plan on going. I'm sorry. because I plan on getting there uh, next year just because that's one I haven't been to. Uh, if the squad ain't going, I ain't going. If anything, this just gave me more motivation to grind and get my hustle up because it was dope seeing you know a bunch of successful people and people that were in areas that are successful life in areas that I want to be in, meet them and talk to them. It was fire. PAX as a whole was, it was alright. But most of all, meeting the people who are like, I talked to like the homie Ricky and all them, that was probably the best part. Being able like, to hang out with them and chill yeah, with them. Ricky whatnot, a nut. That, that had, that had Ricky to be, nut. yeah, that, that had to be the best part of it all, which is networking and just talking and hanging out with people. But that was my PAX experience. I will upload some more PAX vlogs later on this week. Make sure you mark your calendars for... Hold up. I need to find the, the actual fucking date of Friday. Make sure you mark your day for Friday the 13th. That's when you're going to see all the one-on-ones. The four-on-four. Make sure you buy a lottery ticket, too. Yeah, make sure you buy a lottery ticket, too. But that's when you're going to see all the basketball footage. I'm upload the Facebook party shit tonight. Then, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. This was Run Those Game Podcast, episode 9. Eric, what's your quote statement? Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Hope y'all have a good day. If y'all not having a good day, make it a good day. And also subscribe. Word. Because I'm, I'm, I'm back with the walkthroughs and the live streams. Your boy about to get grinding really hard. True, true. His uh, link is in the description as well as the homie Biggie who's out there making that money and out there grinding. Salute to the homie Biggie. It's your boy Woozilla. Don't forget to leave a like and share this bitch. We're going to be on SoundCloud probably later tonight around midnight because it takes things forever to process, things of that sort. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back next Tuesday, and we out, baby.